One of the things I've always struggled with is my wallet. I feel like I always have way too many cards in there. I can never get the right one out when I need it. I'm always fumbling through stuff, and it's just it always is super outdated. I checked out Exter, and they literally had the answer I was looking for. They have a wallet that is built for the 21st century. This wallet fans out your cards at the click of a button, and the expandable metal backplate allows you to carry more while keeping a really slim profile. You can literally hold up to 12 cards and dollar bills in this wallet. It's so cool and it's sleek. They don't just make wallets. They make bags and accessories that save you time. If you lose your wallet all the time, they even have a tracking thing that you can put in there. I really love it. And everything in this wallet is eco-friendly and how they make all their products is eco-friendly. So it's super cool. I have loved my wallet and Reyes got his wallet from Exter and uh, somebody loved his wallet so much they stole it from him. <laughs> so there you go. It's an awesome product. Head on over to Exter.com and use the promo code all caps Arizona for 35% off your purchase. Again, head on over to Exter.com and use the promo code all caps Arizona for 35% off your purchase. What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff, and summer ball is upon us. If you're not playing games this week, you're for sure in the gym. I'm going to break down one of my favorite events that I'm looking forward to because I'm going to be there this Friday, the Valley Christian Round Robin. There's a lot of great small ball teams there. Let's get into it. We're going to break down these teams. So one of the things I told Reyes about the Arizona Small Wall Spring Tour is that we shouldn't start off this thing if we can't actually go visit schools. If you know this, we've only visited one school. It was awesome. Let's go check out Florence. But we have not been able to get out to any of the other schools. But we are going to get, we've been planning to go out to Valley Christian. And we are going out. We tried to pick a really good date that would work good uh, with Coach Hogsma and uh, Coach DeBoer, and one of the dates that worked perfect was this weekend, and one of the reasons is because they have the Valley Christian Round Robin, and we're going to head out there, we're going to interview them, have an awesome, it's not the spring tour anymore, I guess this is going over into the summer tour, but we're going to chill with them, get some behind-the-scenes action on Valley Christian, talk about their season, what it takes to be a champion, all this stuff, it's going to be awesome, so just be ready for that. Uh, those of you on Twitter probably saw Coach Hogsma posting with those uh, those rings or whatever. So I'm hoping that I get to see one of those rings because I think that'd be awesome. But we're going to be heading out there this Friday. And it's even better that we get to interview them. But on top of that, see a bunch of small ball teams competing here. And before we get into breaking down this Valley Christian Ron Robin, I just want to give you guys a quick reminder. If you haven't already Head on over to Apple Podcasts, head on over to Spotify, give us a rating, write us a review, and while you're there, hit subscribe, hit follow. There's still so many of you guys that are rocking with us after the season is over. We appreciate it. We love it. We love the support from the Arizona small ball community, but man, if you guys could go over there and write us a review, that'd be an awesome gift for the summer. (laughs) That'd be perfect, okay? So let's get into this Valley Christian Round Robin. 
And as we get into this round robin, I'm just going to say off uh, the small ball teams that are participating here. It's loaded, man. There's some great things. I will say this, too. There will be some questions about some teams that will maybe be answered during this round robin. I say that. You guys know how the summer is. There could be people that are not here, and there probably will be people that are not there, you know. But it's always great to see some teams that you have some question marks about, and you see them actually playing in the summertime. It says a lot about some things. So here are the teams that are going to be participating at this round robin. Obviously, Valley Christian, Scottsdale Christian, ALA Ironwood, Rancho, Florence, Chin Lee, hey, and Phoenix Country Day. There are some other bigger name schools in there as well. Uh, like you got a, you got a Combs in there. You have got a, who else is in there that's big? I think it's just Combs actually. There's Seton Catholic. There may be another new team in there. Kind of a bummer is Yuma Catholic was supposed to be in this uh, round robin, but they're kind of going through it right now, y'all. And, you know, we love using the what if button. What if Braden Moore, the star guard for Yuma Catholic, was no longer there? What if he transferred to go play prep? That's reality, folks. He's gone. He's not at Yuma Catholic anymore. And we talked about Yuma Catholic losing Coach Stuckey and now losing Braden Moore. They still have a core of really good young players that really changes things, though. And I wonder with the exit of Braden Moore, if more athletes will transfer, if more athletes will leave. It really bums me out. I'm being uh, completely honest because I loved what was going on over there at Yuma Catholic. I thought it was awesome. It was fun. I thought that they could really challenge Valley Christian as they got better and improved. But now it seems like they've taken about 20,000 steps in the wrong direction. I guess the big question mark is who's going to be coaching there and how much of their players are going to stay and how are they going to improve. So I think that's a big, big thing for them. But Yuma Catholic was supposed to be in this tournament or in this round robin, and that's part of the reason why I'm not even going to talk about who's playing against who because I don't have an updated round robin schedule that that they sent me because <laughs> I forgot to ask. But also, like, I guarantee whoever's playing whoever is all changed because Yuma Catholic is out of there now. Um, so what? where would Yuma Catholic drop for me? Man, I might, I might put them outside the top ten, if I'm being completely honest. Losing your coach, losing your, your best star guard. You still have some good young players, but there's just too many question marks for me. I think there's going to be ten teams that are better than Yuma Catholic now. Man, I might be wrong, and I hope that I'm wrong. Because I love Yuma Catholic, but that's just kind of where I'm at with them right now. What's cool about these teams that are in this round robin is all of these teams would meet in the regular season, except for two. Valley is going to play Scottsdale. They usually do. Valley is going to play Ironwood. You know, they usually do. Scottsdale is going to play Rancho. They do every single year. Florence is obviously going to play Ironwood and Valley. They're all going to play each other. But Shinley does not usually play a Valley or a Scottsdale or, or anything like that, you know. PCD for sure, although they do cross over and play in the 3A. In the regular season, they don't typically play against, you know, those top-level 3As. 
So this is really great. I love this specifically for Chinle and Phoenix Country Day because these aren't normal games that they're going to get during the season. It's really going to test them. It's going to push them. And I'm excited about them being in this tournament. You know, I think it's going to be really good. I would love to see that matchup between Chin Lee and like an Ironwood, you know, or Chin Lee and against like a Rancho because I think that'd be a really great matchup. Gosh, I'm so excited to see Rancho play. Huge shout out to Coach Trigg. And I know I've said this many times, but the job that he did with those guards and their improvement over the season, I'm just super excited to see the improvement that they have over this summer. Coming into next season, I'm telling you guys, there's going to be some some people that they surprise for sure here are some teams that i have the biggest question marks about this round robin tournament okay one of the teams that i have the biggest question marks about is chin lee chin lee lost quite a bit from last season i mean they were a great squad they did a really good job but they did lose their guard bahi and they lost uh, white both together they're averaging around like 30 points per game like if you combine them they lost hallwood who averaged nine points per game also uh white averaged five rebounds per game bahi averaged three rebounds per game and then uh where's this other one hallwood averages two rebounds per game but he did average uh, five assists so a really good guard distributing and everything like that they lost a lot so I have a lot of question marks about Chin Lee. And losing those those three, four guards or those three, four players, I look at the core of their roster, though, and you see junior, 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 freshman, sophomore. They return a lot of their team, though. So this team could potentially, I, it was funny, I was looking at this and I was like, hey, Chin Lee has potential to be back, you know. Whenever Chin Lee has a core of kids that have been with the program and now they're going to be upperclassmen, you can never really count them out. So I would not be surprised, folks, if depending on the development this summer, and I, I could be saying this and I could watch Chin Lee play this weekend and be like, dude, I'm totally wrong. You know, like they're, they're still a long ways away, but we could see a, a scenario, a very real, a real scenario where Chin Lee is back competing in the north, like in a really, really big way, which I would love that. I think that'd be super exciting. What I want to see, who I want to see really step up is Harvey. Um, Harvey uh, is the one who he's a junior number one. He was averaging 14 points per game, five rebounds, three assists, two steals, and he was kind of doing everything for them as a junior. So I'm excited to see the jump that he takes from junior year all the way up to senior year. So Chin Lee's going to be in this, which is super cool. I obviously have a ton of questions about Ironwood. You know, I mean, we all know who they lost, right? They lose Duval. They lose Corey Wood. They lose Tony Willis. They use Emil Alves. They lose all these players. Who do they have coming back, right? And talking with Coach McCurdy... He's not worried about Coach Nick at all. He's not worried a bit. He says he's not going to miss a beat. And I believe him. I trust him. But there's a, there's a lot of holes to fill on this roster. People they have coming back that are going to have a big impact is Chapman, number four, and Edgerton, number 10. They both averaged a decent amount of points, but not even just points, rebounds, assists, whatever. And watching them play, they are impact players. They impact the game like crazy. The The hard thing with ALA Ironwood and all the ALAs is transfers. You know, they just, that, that's just, they're brand new schools. 
they attract a lot of like really excited people and like people go there because of you know various different reasons so ala ironwood i have a lot of question marks i can't wait to see them play i can't wait to see chin lee play just to kind of see where they're at i also cannot wait obviously you guys know this i put i put this super excited to see scottsdale play will they be rolling out with elijah williams i feel like they will i haven't seen anything on twitter about elijah williams and i haven't heard anything through the grapevine about elijah williams and i am i'm just interested about it you know like this team loses so much and i wonder if i wonder you know, obviously they lose fan you know, they, if they do lose Elijah Williams, you know, that would be devastating. Like, they, they lose some really key pieces here. But another question mark that I have that I'm super interested in and excited about is the development of Jacob Weber. I want to see what this kid is like. I mean, we've seen him in the in the regular season, yeah? I cannot wait to see this kid in Summer Bowl. I feel like he would just go off and break a ton of records, you know? So I, we talked about him in previous episodes when we talked about like Scottsdale and, you know, Elijah Williams not coming back, but can Jacob Weber take that step as far as basketball plays? You know, I think, I think he for sure can, man. But like what I'm excited about is to see coach Anderson navigate. How do I help this kid, this freshman, like stud shooter, like one of the best players in Arizona small ball? As a freshman, how do I help him still feel free, but I'll help him get in the direction of like making some more mature basketball plays? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a really hard thing to do. If anybody can do it, Coach Anderson can do it. And I mean, this kid is just tough, man. Like, I forget who it was. I think it was like Gilbert Arena's an NBA player. But he said, What are you more scared of? A pit bull who's on the leash or a pit bull who's off the leash? You know, I mean, there's, it's a hard balance to find with those kids because they have to feel free. But, you know, especially if Elijah Williams leaves, it's going to be him, Wales, and, like, one other guard. And and I, I'm curious. I know they have, like, some freshmen coming in that are supposed to be pretty good. And, you know, it's Scottsdale, right? Coach Anderson develops pe people, develops players better than anybody. And... I'm just interested to see them play. So I'm excited about that. I know we're going to get a Scottsdale Valley matchup. I'm sure we are. Originally, they were on there, but I'm just excited to see that. So those are my three teams that I have the biggest question marks about that I'm super excited. Chinley, Ironwood, and SCA. Who's the best team on here, right? I think it's pretty easy. At Valley Christian, you know, bigger schools included. You could throw Combs and Seton Catholic in there. Uh, I think Valley Christian is the best team that is in this round, Robin. You know, they shouldn't lose a game in this round, Robin. And I don't think that they will. I think they're going to be clicking on all cylinders in the summertime and, and just doing really, really good. So that's not a really hard one. But which team can best compete with Valley? That's a, that's a really – am I putting myself on the hot seat right now? I could do that race. He's heating up. He's heating up. Reyes loves listening to these solo episodes, and it, it, he says that it just makes his day when he hears me put myself on the hot seat. So there you go, Reyes. If you're listening, I know you are. Which team can best compete with Valley? That's tough, man. I feel like I have two teams that should be able to best 
compete. Like if they have the the best chance to win, I would probably throw in a seat in Catholic, you know. But if I'm thinking about just small ball teams, I don't know why I'm going for like uh, Rancho and Ironwood, and I'm probably way off on that. But I just feel like Rancho, and I'm probably putting way too much stock into Rancho's guards. But Rancho's guards have the ability, like their upside is huge. And the way that they play is very poised. They play really disciplined. And, I mean, I think they'd have a chance to compete if they can shoot really well. Ironwood, I put them in there just because who knows who they get. I mean, you could technically throw Scottsdale in there too. Like, if they've got Elijah Williams and if they've got Wales and if they've got, like, some incoming freshmen, maybe they have another transfer. I mean, hey, yeah, throw Scottsdale into that mix, you know. But if I'm thinking of all those people not being there and all those factors not being true, I wouldn't put them in that conversation. And, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Ironwood Rancho, you could probably throw Scottsdale in there, depending on stuff. No disrespect to the other teams. I'm just saying who is closer up to that that top-level echelon that they can really compete. I think it's those teams, especially in the summertime. And, yeah, so all these teams, I guess I could read off, like, matchups that were – on uh, the previous schedule, but this is probably subject to change, probably for sure, because Human Catholic is no longer in there. But Scottsdale Christian was matched up against the ALA Ironwood. Dude, I love that matchup, yeah. Uh, Scottsdale against ALA. I think I think I would pick, oh, it all depends on who's a Scottsdale. If Scottsdale's got Elijah Williams, I'm going with Scottsdale. If they don't have Elijah Williams, I'm rolling with ALA Ironwood, right? Um, Rancho is playing against Scottsdale. I think I'm going with Scottsdale on that one because uh, Coach Anderson seems to have Coach Triggs' number a little bit lately, but that's just the best rivalry ever. It's always a good game. You got to love it. It's so fun. So it's really cool. Uh, Florence was playing against a Rancho team, which will be really, really good for Florence. You know, we did our uh, Arizona Small Ball Spring Tour stop there in Florence, which seems like a decade ago. But what was awesome that he said about his squad coming up is he doesn't have the most talented squad, but he has a lot of young kids that are just super excited about being in the gym and getting better, and they just play really hard. So I think that that is the recipe for success, especially for these young kids coming up. So I'm excited to see them play, man. Is, does Florence have a chance to beat Rancho? Heck yeah, they do. Florence would have a chance to be with any of these teams. You know, maybe Valley, there's a little bit more separation there. But Florence would have a chance to be with all of these teams, you know. So I'm excited to see them compete against them. I think that that guard matchup against Florence is going to be good. Florence is not going to have a whole lot of height against Rancho. I think they have a couple kids that are a little bit taller. Rancho's height is going to be a really big, their size is going to be a big concern for me. That's another thing I could say. I could throw Rancho into, like, biggest question marks. Who, who, Who do they have? Do they have anybody coming in? You know, I was talking to a sports writer like the other week and we were talking about Rancho, if they have anybody coming in like transfers or any incoming freshmen, whatever. And it was funny. And it's, I agree with him. He was like, I don't know what coach trick has. He always plays with his cards really close to the chest, <laughs> which is funny. Like I agree. Coach trick is very low key. He don't, he don't talk about a lot. He don't post a lot. He really, if you follow him on Instagram, he really posts a lot about like what they're doing to develop their players, not so much about like who's coming in. So that's kind of an interesting thing. I'll, I'll be interested with Rancho. That's a concern for me, for them moving forward into the season, is how do they replace such a, such a great player like Ramos? 
his size, his passing ability, his shooting. He just added so much to that team. How do they replace that, right? Uh, Chin Lee was playing against Combs, uh, which would be a great matchup for them. You know, that's going to push them and, and be tough. PCD playing against Florence. That's going to be fun, man. We talked about PCD a lot. We did a deep dive on PCD. That was on Patreon for those of you in the small ball army, right? But PCD has a lot of young kids coming back. They've got Sosnowitz. Uh, they have got, I'm, I hate it when I just say like one person, um, but his name is kind of hard to say for me. And uh, let me see right here. They've got Sosnowitz. They've got Samir Khan. Um, they have got Jerkins. They've got Jones. So PCD is going to actually be one of the bigger teams that is here at this tournament. Obviously, small ball wise, right? I don't know much about, I don't know anything about Combs or about um, Seton Catholic. But they have they will have potential to be one of the bigger teams here. Six seven is um or six four, six three. Uh, again, this is all in relative actually now that I say that, no, they'll be big compared to Rancho. They'll probably be big compared to a Florence and to a Chin Lee. Ironwood probably is gonna they're gonna have some size. SCA is probably gonna have some size by Christian. So I guess I could take that back. But they do have some size coming back. But PCD is one of those teams where if you let them get hot, I mean, they're dangerous, man. And I think a key for them is going to be playing a lot more fast-paced against some of these teams. I think that'll help them a lot, and I think that's going to help them moving into next season. But they just got to shoot the ball well. If, if PCD's shooting the ball well, I'm telling you, they can compete with most teams that are here in this uh, Valley Christian round-robin tournament. So I really love PCD and what they got coming and love this matchup against Florence because Florence is just such a hard-nosed, hard-working, defensive team. It's going to be really good for PCD. You know, they're going to have to find really creative ways to do their dribble drive and to penetrate into the lane because Florence is not going to be super easy. And then, obviously, you got Chin Lee playing against PCD. Uh, I, I, man, I'm going to give... I'm going to give the edge to PCD on that one. I think PCD beats Chin Lee. Let me go back and talk about PCD Florence. I'm going to give that one to Florence. Uh, I think Coach Sill is going to take care of that one. And then Florence and Rancho. Did I already say who I think is going to win there? I don't think I did. I'm going to give the edge, though, to Rancho. Uh, I, I really like Rancho in that matchup against Florence. But it's going to be really great. That's the first day. It's going to be some great matchups there. And again, this is not 100%. This is a schedule that Coach Hogg sent to me, you know, like uh, maybe three weeks ago or so. And since then, Yuma Catholic has dropped out. So I'm sure that these are going to be a little bit different. But we can even play just these what-if scenarios, right? Like, what if these teams matched up? I'm sure that they will in, in one way, shape, or form. They'll all play against each other. So that'll be good. Let's talk about Valley Christian versus... Scottsdale if Scottsdale does have Elijah Williams and here's the thing man I'm assuming that now that I'm thinking about this I'm assuming that Scottsdale does still have Elijah Williams because I haven't seen anything about it anywhere Scottsdale against Valley even with Elijah Williams I still give the edge to Valley Christian you know Valley Christian the the really the thing that is super special about them and I'm sure we're going to talk about this when we're down at Valley Christian is there a way more, when you think about like a Scottsdale, you think about Elijah Williams or you think about Jacob Weber. Valley Christian is so much more than that, right? 
you could throw every kid in there. You could throw Luke Shaw, obviously. You could throw Austin Wallace. You could throw the Greers in there. Like, you could throw multiple kids in the mix that are massive impact players and that they do it every single game. It's not like just one game. That's what's so unique about Valley Christian compared to these teams, which is why I say they're the best team here. You know, they shouldn't lose a game here. If they did lose a game here, that would be, you know... A little bit of scary hours here, but it is the summertime, so, you know, it, it is what it is. Also excited for that Valley Christian Rancho matchup uh, on that second day, according to the schedule, right? It's, it's going to be good. I can't tell you all how bummed I am about Yuma Catholic. I'm seeing them in these matchups and everything. It would have been great to see them here. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm not sure what is in store for them this next season, but, Either way, regardless, I am extremely excited about this round robin, and I think it's going to be great. There's some awesome small small ball teams. Me and Reyes are going to be out there, so uh, we're going to be covering some teams and hopefully saying what's up to some coaches. It's going to be good to connect with some people and just to watch some great games over at Valley Christian. It'll be my first time at Valley Christian, so I'm pumped about it. We're going to get into it. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you guys so much for tuning into the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. And we will catch you guys next week.